Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, you're so welcome to this channel, Narcon. Today I'd like to really get down and delve into red flags. If we had known the red flags of a narcissist or the indicators that the person was highly toxic, we would have saved ourselves a lot of grief in getting involved with a narcissist in the first place. And if you're currently in a relationship that you're having doubts about, going through this list of red flags and finding that a lot of them meet the criteria will certainly help you figure out where you're at in your relationship. So please take a moment to like, share and subscribe because it really helps me stay on YouTube actually and do this as my job. Um, I really would appreciate your help and thank you very much to anyone that's given the super thanks button a push. It's really helped me too. So I'm going to get into these red flags and it is an important part of the information in protecting yourself against a narcissist in the future. But also know that coupled with this information, the more you have worked on yourself, the more you have built your new life the more you have a new set of boundaries built up within yourself as to what you will and will not accept, you naturally make yourself repellent to narcissists. They may be drawn to you initially because of your light and your strength, but you will not put up with what you would have put up with before. And when you have the red flags list, you'll be super repellent to a narcissist. So guys, let's get into it. I'm going to start, I have 10 things written down here just to put a bit of structure in the video, but I'm going to kind of start with the smaller things. If you can call them smaller, they're all significant in themselves and work up to the really, really biggest um, red flag with a narcissist. And just to say, you, you know, you may have come across one or two of these things in a relationship. It's not enough for you to kind of get 100% certain that you were with a narcissist or a toxic person. Um, it's the culmination of these red flags and other behavior pattern indicators that you're with a narcissist. But I know you guys are fairly well up on this at this stage. Um, anyway, let's get into it. The first red flag with a narcissist or meeting someone new is that it becomes really intense really quickly in that they are they seem to nearly hero worship you. They have such an interest in you and they will tell you things like, you know, no one has ever got me like this before or really understood me. And you'll have the old cliche about the ex-partner didn't understand them. My wife doesn't understand me. But they'll go a step further in that they will go into the soulmate stuff. They will go into twin flame stuff. They'll go into... We think so much alike, um, you know, this was meant to be. There's a lot of things like that can be said to make you feel that this is a very special relationship. They will want to monopolize your time quickly. It is, you know, to some extent flattering and to some extent makes you feel secure in that there's no questioning their interest and it kind of builds in a false sense of security in that you don't have to worry about this person, this person, you and he or she and he were meant to be together. 
and you don't have that normal kind of wondering is the other person interested in the beginning stages of the relationship this is full on and in a way in a way if you have any insecurities it pushes those insecurities to the side and it's very comforting so even though your alarm bells are ringing at the amount of intensity that's coming towards you there's also a sense of comfort in it so watch out for that one the second thing I've done is flattery. You will, now not always, not always. So this is one to watch out for. There can be a subtle way of complimenting you or it can be full on flattery that they think you're absolutely amazing. You look amazing. The things you do are amazing. Your home is amazing. Um, there's a kind of way of building up, building that up. But it's usually... It's usually more general flattery that could apply to anyone rather than, you know, if you were to ask the narcissist, well, why do you say that about me? They usually can't pinpoint it because they don't know you well enough. You know, they don't know who you are. It's the initial stages of a relationship. They can't actually, can't actually say what it is that's special about you. It's just their general modus operandi of what they say to people to make people feel good, things that have worked in the past. So it's a general thing that they may have said to other partners as well. But if they see it working for you, they'll continue. Again, bringing you into a false sense of security. So it's a red flag. People don't just kind of bombard you with compliments. I know there is the falling in love stage and I know there is a general nice exchange of compliments to one another. But this is an over the top complimenting you about every single thing you do, which does set alarm bells off. And it is a red flag. The, the thing about this stage is they will mirror you a lot again with the flattery and the intensity. And like things that you like or when they find out what your interests are. They will plan things around your interests. When they find out what you've been missing in your life, they will plan things to fulfill those things that are missing in your life. And that brings me on to the trips away. The trips away, the little breaks away to exciting foreign places or localised memorable trips, trips where you and he or she and he or she and she do great things together. And this is also quite quick and there's a lot of them. So it's not that narcissists don't like to be bored and they like to build into things that you will remember, things that will stay with you when they inevitably leave, which they do or there's the devaluation stage and the good memories will hang around in your mind and they work on those good memories. They know when they're building into excitement for you that you might not have had for a while or a real sense of togetherness in a place that you will associate with them or songs, listening to songs and music, things like that, that you'll associate with them. They know that they have their inv an investment in your future being hooked for a long time by the narcissist. So trips away a lot quite quickly and a kind of a whirlwind romance is what they would use to term it, is a red flag. 
with a narcissist. Um, the victimhood is another big red flag. They've been very unfortunate in life and they share this with you quite quickly. It's often an excuse as to where they've ended up in their life when they meet up with you so that it explains why they're on the down and out or on their uppers or not in a great position. And it's not to do with them. It's to do with circumstances and how they were treated by other people. That's a big red flag if they bring that into the relationship very quickly initially. So watch out for that one. Blaming others is a big red flag or blaming situations and not taking accountability. Now, I know one that tricked me with this one was there was a lot of victimhood, but they did actually say, but I have to take my, you know, I have to take responsibility for this myself. That really threw me off. The older ones are quite clever. At if they do too much of the victimhood and you're kind of going, that's a lot of bad luck you've had they will maybe counter it with, well, I do have to take responsibility myself, which can put the red flag down for you. And you go, oh, well, that's fair enough. So the older ones are a lot cleverer at that. Watch out for that too. Um, The next one would be early commitments. Early commitments, wanting you to commit to something like them moving in quite quickly or you moving in with them quite quickly marriage, um, having children, getting engaged quickly and, you know, setting up a business or whatever, which leads me on to the next one. So the speed at which they want or expect you to commit to a major life circumstance with them is a huge red flag, big, big red flag. We need to take our time with important decisions that can actually affect the whole of the rest of our lives. And that's one with having children or even getting married and then having to share your assets because that's what they were after. So these things can have a very impactful effect on the rest of our lives. And we need to honour ourselves and take those decisions seriously, not to be flattered by someone asking you to get engaged or to move in with them Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. to have children with them we kind of often immediately think well what a compliment what a compliment and that would be a compliment from a genuine person who was a real human being as I would say who had empathy and love could have the possibility of loving another person it's the exact opposite of a compliment with someone who's after something from you so you know be very use your discernment about who you commit to and what you commit to in your life going forward, which leads me to the money situation. Financial abuse or financial 
financial transactions early on in, say, an intimate relationship or a friendship um, are big red flags. Really, we should be meeting each other and getting to know each other and, you know, working side by side. Anyone giving you a loan, offering money or looking for a loan from you or looking for you to financially commit again at an early stage is very transactional and should be seen as such. But the narcissists are quite good at making the financial interchange or transactional transaction with money. They wrap it up in emotion and that's what tricks us. That's what tricks us a lot. They will say something like we if we put our money together or if we both um, set this thing up together, uh, then we, we, we can plan for our future. We can have a great future. And they bring you into the future faking here with the you investing your money. It's usually you investing your money. They may initially give you a loan or, you know, give you some money to make you feel secure that if you give them money, that it's it's all fine and dandy and that that's a good way to have your relationship and to, you know, look after each other. And it's very enticing. It's very enticing when you really fall for someone, when they're telling you how great you are and you're making you feel great. And it all seems very positive and healthy and they want a future with you. And that's very complimentary. And then they they ask you to put the money down and give you great reasons as to why that's a good idea. Great emotional reasons, bonding reasons as to why that's a good idea. That's actually pretty sick. And a person who really loves you would not want to do that in general until you were much further down the road and you had exchanged things other than transactional things. That's the best way I can describe that. It's a red flag if money comes up in the early stages of getting to know someone. And what I mean by the early stages is even the first six months to a year and however long you'd like to term it. If anyone has examples of these things that were red flags and they should have seen, can you leave it in the comments for other people? Because there's so many more than what I'm giving. I'm just trying to harp in on the main ones that I've come across myself personally and in coaching. So guys, don't be shy. Go to the comments and, and give the tips. We need them. The other thing, I think it's about number eight, is if your family and friends are iffy about this person and they've had some time, you know, their first impressions aren't that great or over a period of time, your family and friends will see a difference in you and it won't be a difference for the better. It'll probably be you being more egotistical or liking what the narcissist likes um, because they've isolated you to a certain extent. They've used the different manipulations on you and they can see a change in your character. And they don't like it because it's not you. It's not you the know you that they know and love. And you seem to be maybe doing more for the narcissist and neglecting yourself. But because it's such a subtle climb with you in the relationship, you don't see it as well as family and friends who see you periodically 
and can notice a big change. You know, the cumulative change is big. Listen to people who love you. If they love you and they're your true friends and your true, you know, good relationships with your family, they're not going to be saying negative things about the person you're with just to destroy your relationship. They genuinely have concerns. And if they're brave enough to say it to you, listen, listen, it's a huge indicator that you may be with a narcissist if you've changed. Guys, the last two now, the last two are what I would say are really big. At least they would have been in, in my experience. If a narcissist is very, or a person, sorry, a person that you're with is very intent on your sexual pleasure initially, they want to please you do what you want and bring you to places you may not have been brought before, really concentrate on the intensity of sex between the two of you. And in a way, are using it as a drug to get you hooked and are very open about the experience and seem to want you all the time. And again, it's a confusing one because when you initially get to know someone and if you genuinely fall in love with someone, that is a component of, you know, the first six months of a relationship. But you'll notice something different here. You will notice. I don't know how to say it. It's just different. It's just it's like as if you're in a film. It's like as if you're taking part in a movie and this person is all about your pleasure. It's a big hook. It's a big hook to actually sleep with someone in the first place, but then to be manipulated through sex. That is a big red flag with narcissists. You say to me, well, how do I know, Paula? How do I make the difference between that and the normal kind of getting to know someone? That will bring me on to the next and biggest point. It's the energy. It's the energy around it. Narcissists have a different energy. And as you become more educated and as you meet different types of narcissists in different settings, like you'll have your familiar, your family member narcissist, you will have your person you meet on the street or in a shop narcissist, business transaction narcissist, workplace narcissist or the intimate partner narcissist. They all have that same energy about them. It's all just a little bit over the top. It's all very honed in on you, on you being a special person and them really liking you or wanting your attention more than another person's attention. There's something just a little bit off. It's just a tweak off. And that's where your primitive brain and your instincts and your gut instincts will rise up and try and give you the warning that had you been, say, living thousands of years ago and in a field and you would have sensed, a, you know, had a sense of warning that everything wasn't right in the atmosphere, that there was something odd. Maybe the birds had flown up or there was just an indication that there was danger near. You would have all of your visual, your auditory visual senses, sense of smell, uh, sense of the atmosphere changing. 
that's your primitive brain giving you a warning. And it's the same with the narcissist's energy. Your primitive brain does actually give you a warning, but your your cultured, modern, logical, you know, well-educated brain doesn't often allow that primitive warning to to be there. It knocks it down with logical explanations and also also pleasurable explanations because you're enjoying the interaction initially with the narcissist before you realize it's a drug and it's going to have a downfall. You're going to become addicted and it's going to devastate you and it's going to leave you in a very pitiful state and sometimes leave you suicidal. It's a bad drug, but the pleasure indicators, the pleasure receivers are all on firing on 100%. So the primitive brain is driven down and you're, you, you know that the energy is not right. You know the energy isn't normal, but it's exciting. It can be exciting. It can be intense. It can fulfill something maybe you were missing in your life. So energy around narcissists, when you have experienced narcissists in your life, when you've been through narcissistic abuse, I tell you, you can sense the energy from a stranger who's a narcissist very quickly because you have learned to listen to your primitive brain. Guys, those are the red flags. Please consider like, share and subscribe and I will see you again in the next video. I hope that was helpful. Bye for now. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.